What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is the Budget Minded Traveler podcast, episode 11. Welcome to the Budget Minded Traveler podcast, your source for the tips and tactics that will inspire and equip you to travel the world. And the best part? It won't break your bank. And now, the budget-minded traveler herself and your host, Jackie LaLainen. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Budget Minded Traveler podcast. And for those of you listening for the first time today, an extra special welcome to you. Thank you so much for tuning in wherever you are. And um, you've chosen a good starting point because one of the first and biggest expenses to being able to travel the world is, of course, getting there. And in this episode, I'm going to share with you all the tricks that I use to find the best possible deal on flights. And I have figured out that these tips alone could save you over $500 or more really on an international flight. And these tips are especially relevant for me right now because we, my husband and I, are actively looking for tickets for two different trips later in the year, both of which are international. One will be to Greece in October and the other to Costa Rica in November. And I'll get, I'll be giving some specific examples around those as we go. So first, I want to preface this episode episode with a sort of disclaimer that there are many, many tricks out there for finding cheap flights. And there are many, many, many people with opinions about what the best methods are. And these things are changing daily. There's new websites coming out. Trends and flights are changing. So bottom line is just know that these things we're getting into today are things that have proven to work time and again for me. And this is exactly what I do when I need to get the best deal possible on a plane ticket. And you know that for the budget-minded traveler, I do everything I can to save as much money as possible. And there's one thing I want to mention before we get into the tips, because this is about to be a lot to remember, a lot to put into action. And I know that there will be those of you who are truly interested in putting these things to action yourself. And then there will be also those of you who won't 
who just won't find the energy and I don't want you to feel left out. Um, you know, that saying, give a man a fish and you fed him for a day and teach a man to fish and you fed him for a lifetime. Well, if you're one of those who would rather be handed the fish without learning about the process, I have a special resource for you. And that is a website called natesraids.com. And you may recognize something familiar about that URL. And yes, you've got it right. Nate is my husband. And he also happens to be the best deal finder I have ever met. He has an uncanny ability to find deals and free stuff. And it never ceases to amaze me. But he actually has a website where he provides his ninja deal finding skills as a service to those who don't have the time or interest to find the deals for themselves. So if that's you, check out natesrates.com. And if you don't want to listen to the rest of this episode, no hard feelings. All right. On to the money-saving goods. The tips I'm about to get into could, like I said, save you well over $500 on a plane ticket if you just take the time to do them. And I'm going to explain where that $500 plus comes from as we go. And once again, I will have all the show notes from this episode on my website at thebudgetmindedtraveler.com slash 11 for episode 11. So in case you're driving, working out, um, working, you know, doing something else that is keeping you from taking notes, not to worry. They're all already online for you. So I want you to imagine something with me for a moment. Imagine you've decided that you're finally going to take the trip you've been wanting to take. So in your excitement, you sit down at your computer and open up your web browser. You type in the URL of some popular flight search engine like Priceline or Kayak, um, and you enter in your cities and your dates after looking at your possibilities on the calendar, and then you wait for the results to populate. And when the results show up, you're a bit bummed that they seem higher than you thought they would be, and suddenly your excitement has diminished as the web page is offering you an overwhelming amount of choices to start your search over, refine your options, or compare with other airlines. Then a pop-up prompts you to check another site, which you decide to do, getting the exact same results. Maybe the flight is just expensive enough that you think twice about being able to make the trip happen. Is this really good, the going rate? Is there a better way to go about this? How do I know if I'm getting a good deal or not? As these thoughts race through your head, you simply close the browser window and put it off until later, now feeling the weight of having to find the right flight by such and such date or having to save more money to make it happen. The one thing you walk away with is the thought, there has got to be some strategy to this. And you can cheer up right now because you are right. There are a lot of things you can do, especially when you put them all together, that will unveil the best prices on flights. And I have to be clear that I'm talking mostly about international flights on major airlines that don't have set prices on set routes, like a lot of domestic or regional flights do. So I'm going to start by giving you the eight tips to finding the best flights right now, and then I'll break them all down one by one. So here we go. Number one, book in advance. Number two, book midweek. Number three, fly midweek. Number four, avoid popular dates. Number five, be flexible. Number six, research in advance across several different websites. Number seven, buy directly from the airline whenever possible. And number eight, be patient. And 
those might seem like, you know, oh, well, I could have thought of those myself, but I'm going to just go ahead and break these down for you because there's a lot to each one. And there's, there's some tricks to each one that you just have to get down for them all to work right. So let's get into these a little bit to give you an idea of what's behind each one. So starting with number one, book in advance. I'm starting with this one because having an idea of your dates is the first thing you're going to need to book a flight. And in this sense, advance can mean anything from 10 months to 21 days in advance. And I know that that's pretty broad, but the point is not to wait until the last minute. If you can help it, definitely book at least 21 days in advance. Sometimes three to four months out is best. That's generally when I'll start looking five, five or so months out. But it really depends on, on what you find in your research that will determine when is the best time to be searching. So as soon as you know your dates or your month of travel, even start looking so you can begin watching the trends and price fluctuation of your flight. And we'll get into all of that. If you do absolutely have to fly last minute, I highly recommend Hotwire. And this is a bonus little tip, but Hotwire has blackout deals, meaning you get to see the price and certain terms around like the layovers, whether it's a major airline, et cetera, but you don't get to see the exact times or locations of layovers. And a lot of people are afraid to take the risk and end up paying hundreds of dollars more per person than the deals you can get doing this on Hotwire. Um, I once saved my whole family about, there's four of us, um, about $2,000 total to get us to a family memorial service across the country by booking with these exact blackout deals on Hotwire. So between the four of us, we actually ended up paying about $500 each per ticket last minute. And I'm talking really small airports where we were flying in and out of. Um, and the going rate for these on the other sites was $9.50. So we were able to save about $4.50 per ticket on that one, which is crazy. And our flights were awesome. We What we knew before... Um, what we knew when we were buying them, when we were buying, when we were buying them, was that we would arrive the same day that we departed. That our layovers were no more than three hours each, and that we would be on a major carrier. And honestly, to get from the West Coast to the East Coast, you can't really ask for much more than that. And because we were willing to take the risk, we saved all that money in the end and ended up with really great flights. So there's your tip for booking last minute. But of course, if you can try to book more than 21 days in advance to get the better deals. All right. Number two, book midweek. And I'm not talking about which days you're flying on. I'm talking about which days you actually sit down at your computer to research and book your flights. Did you know that prices fluctuate depending on what day of the week you book your flight? Because this is, this is true. This is what happens. Airlines will put out their sales and drop their prices on Mondays. And then other airlines will race to lower their prices to beat their competition by about Tuesday. So ideally, a Tuesday or a Wednesday would be the best days to look for the best prices. But these do go up as the weekend comes back around. I always tell people... Never book on a weekend because think about this for one minute. (laughs) When do you have the most time to sit and research a flight? When you first get to work on Monday morning and your stack of things to do is staring you in the face? I don't think so. 
Or is it a weeknight when you have dinner parties, soccer games, night classes, deadlines? Probably not. What about your weekends? Yes, your time to relax, your time to get to your other to-do list at home that might include getting a ticket for your upcoming trip. Well, guess what? Everyone else is looking on their relaxing weekends as well. And the airlines know this. And this is the first trick to saving money on your flight. You can save literally hundreds of dollars simply by looking on a Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday rather than a weekend. And I mentioned that we are looking at flights to Greece right now. And I've been doing a little experiment just to share with you how much you can save depending on the day of the week that you do your research. So the difference in fare between when I look on a Wednesday and when I look on a Saturday is literally $300 for the flight that we are looking for. $300. It's the exact same flight. And I'll tell you why this works for the airlines. If anyone happens to have checked on a Wednesday and then checks again on a Saturday and sees that it suddenly shot up $300, what do you think most people are going to do? They're going to buy the ticket thinking, oh no, it's going up. I better get it before it goes up anymore. And you know what that makes? Makes the airline the winner in that situation. So don't book on a weekend book on, I would say a Tuesday or a Wednesday and feel free to check on a weekend just to see how much you are about to save. But don't fret when your ticket prices go up over the weekend. Just be patient, be smarter than the airline and wait for it to come back down mid week. If it hasn't, if, if you get back around to a Wednesday, maybe your flight, you're getting close and you need to book your flight and it doesn't go down. It's probably because you're too close and, and maybe the trend just isn't going to go back down. Um, and so maybe you want to buy, but just always buy on a Tuesday or Wednesday. Just don't do it on a weekend. You know, you're getting the best deal if it's a Tuesday or Wednesday. All right. Number three, fly midweek. I have to say that in my opinion, this is the most commonly broken rule and there doesn't seem to be a pattern to why, but most of the time it is best to fly midweek as well as book midweek because most people schedule their flights around their work, which means they want to fly Saturdays, you know, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. So flights are usually more expensive on those days. I think Fridays are one of the most expensive days to fly. Um, so try Tuesday through Thursday for the cheapest fares. But just remember, check every possible combination just in case, because sometimes a random Saturday will be the cheapest option for no apparent reason. But in general, it is cheapest to fly midweek. Um, using our, our uh, Greece flight research as an example again, we will be able to save up to $300 simply by flying midweek on both ends, meaning on our departure date and our return date. Um, if we fly midweek both of those days, we could save up to $300 instead of, you know, rather than booking our flight dates on weekends. So number four, avoid popular dates. I think everyone can understand why Christmas is the most popular time of year to fly um, and why it also tends to be so expensive. It's because everyone else is trying to fly at the same time. So this one is pretty straightforward, but to get better deals, avoid flying on the same days that everyone else wants to fly. And if you have to fly for a holiday, sometimes the holiday itself is the cheapest day if you're willing to do that. So keep in mind, holidays and school breaks are the dates to remember 
And don't forget, when you're flying to another country, check their holidays as well, because they could be the reason, you know, a hidden reason that flights are so expensive to that country. And I'll give you an example. Right now, it's June of 2014, and the World Cup is going on in Brazil. And prices to Brazil have been just sky high because all of the airlines know that the soccer pan- the soccer fans are going to pay for it if they really want to be there. So if you want to go to Brazil and you aren't going for soccer, then think about this. A good time to go might be as soon as the World Cup is over because Brazil knows and the airlines know everyone will be leaving their country. Perhaps they'll offer cheaper prices to get other tourists to keep coming. And a similar thing happens right after Christmas. The beginning of January tends to be a really great time to travel because since the holidays are so busy, prices often drop as soon as they are over. We actually um, took our honeymoon in the beginning of January and we left on January 4th. That was like the magic date. Um, We left from Bozeman to Bangkok. We got tickets for $1,000, like $1,040 or something like that. They were ridiculously cheap. I mean, I can't find that deal to Europe right now. And Bangkok is way further on the other side of the world than, than Europe, you know? And so it's because of the time of year that we decided to go that we got those tickets so cheap. But just keep in mind that if there's something going on in the country where, you know, you're headed, then they might not be cheap even at the beginning of January. And I'm sure you can think of other examples, um, you know, Munich during Oktoberfest, Spain during the running of the bulls. Um, and, you know, if you aren't aware that these holidays are happening, you may not understand why prices are so high you know, and it could be something that you could avoid. So do your research and try to avoid the dates when everyone else wants to travel as well. Number five, and this is one of the most important ones, be flexible. You will be able to save the most amount of money on your plane ticket by being flexible. And that means being flexible with a lot of things. So here we go. Try different dates. Check every combination, meaning put your dates in and get your results and then start moving your departure date up and back by several days so you can see which day will be the cheapest during that entire week or all those weeks around it. And do this with both the departure date and your return date. And yes, this is tedious and you'll have lots of combinations to test, but this literally is how you find the best deal. You're gonna start realizing which days of the week are cheaper to fly and then perhaps you can look at it you know, by week instead of just by day. If you determine that you know Tuesdays are always cheaper than Fridays or something like that, start looking at all the different Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday options. You know, This is how you find the best deal. So. Try different dates. Try different airports as well. If you're flying to a country with a choice of airports, check into the different ones to make sure you're flying to the cheapest one. Or if you're heading somewhere like Europe, check every big hub in Europe to see what the cheapest possible connection might be. And those good hubs in Europe, I have found, are Dublin, London, Amsterdam, and Frankfurt. And I can't promise that those will always be the cheapest, but they're definitely worth looking into, even if you're going somewhere else in Europe. This is actually what we did um, when we went to Europe last fall. Our cheapest point of entry was Dublin. And so we figured, well, we haven't been to Ireland before. We'll just go to Dublin for a few days. Then we'll catch a flight down to Germany and continue our road trip from there. And this works because... 
Europe specifically happens to have two budget airlines that you could finish your connection with. And these are Ryanair, which is Dublin based and EasyJet, which is London based. And as far as those two are concerned, the further in advance you buy your Ryanair or EasyJet tickets, the cheaper they will be. So get them as soon as you know you need one. They work on a bit of different rules. Um, If you buy them last minute, they're going to be a couple hundred euros. They're going to be really cheap or not cheap. They're going to be really expensive. But if you know you're going, like, you know exactly when you need it six months in advance, I mean, it could cost you 20 euros. I mean, I once bought a flight for 99 cents and all I had to pay was the taxes. So it cost me 14 euros to get from Germany back to Italy, which is awesome. So those go up according to um, time, you know, so just get them as soon as you know that you need one. And this can be this can make for a really great deal for getting to Europe because Say, for example, you need to get to Munich just like we did um, last fall. You could fly into Dublin. You could save um, probably three or four hundred dollars on your on your flight to Dublin and then get a cheap Ryanair flight to Munich, which might cost you, you know, 20 euros if you get it in advance. And then you can save a whole bunch of money rather than buying the expensive flight straight to Munich. And one thing to keep in mind about doing this is that Ryanair and EasyJet charge for bags. They have much stricter baggage restrictions. And actually, I have a post that I wrote specifically about packing for that. If you want to go to thebudgetmindedtraveler.com slash pack light, no space, one word, budgetmindedtraveler.com slash pack light, you'll find that. It was, I wrote it last fall um, after we did this trip because um, we, we knew we were going to be flying Ryanair and we knew that the baggage restrictions are really strict. And so I wrote a post about how, you know, everything that I packed and how I was able to carry on even with Ryanair and save money because you, you pay like 20 euros to check a bag. I mean, that's a lot of money, you know, it's like, I don't know, 25, 30 bucks. Actually, what they do is at least this is how it was when I went in uh, last November of 2013. It was if you check in online and pay for your bag online, it was 20 bucks. But if you don't and you wait till you get to the gate, it could cost you up to 60 euros to check a bag, which I think is ridiculous. Um, and so everywhere you can save, just, just keep that in mind that those budget airlines will get you for a lot more things. You know, you got to check in online because if you wait till you get to the <laughs> counter, it costs you five euros more. Or I don't know. So just keep those little, those little hidden, hidden, so called hidden fees in mind. If you are going to do it this way, definitely keep that in mind for your baggage. If you're checking bags, etc., because it will cost you more. I mean, in the end, it could still be cheaper to do it that way, you know? than buying that straight expensive flight. And if you are going to do a combination of international flight with the cheap regional flight, just like I mentioned, um, remember that those, those flights often use smaller airports. Um, you know, like you don't, you don't leave from London Heathrow, you leave from London Gatwick or Luton or, you know, one of the other ones. And so, Um, you'll need to figure in transportation costs, which usually they have shuttles, but there's always a cost for that, um, baggage, you know, et cetera. So just keep that in mind and be sure to prepare for the time display differences and the 24 hour clock. If you do opt to do, to get a regional flight, uh, my brother once flew to London 
and got a Ryanair flight to where I was living in Italy. And he booked it for six o'clock only to learn that when he arrived for his six o'clock flight, the flight had left 12 hours ago because he didn't book it for 1800. So keep that in mind if you're booking these little regional flights as well. And thanks to my brother, Daryl, for providing us with a great example of what not to do. And we're not, we're not done with flexibility yet. So let's, let's move on to the next little tip here. Um, check into one-way flights as well. And if you're doing, I mean, one-way could, could be great for you. If you don't exactly know where you're going to end up, um, a one-way, you could get it pretty cheap um, in, in some instances. Sometimes a one-way costs more, but you know, you can always look into finding a one-way to this country. And if you're going to be doing a couple of countries, maybe, maybe do a multi-city. Um, that's one of my favorite things is, you know, you fly into one city or country and you fly out of another one a couple months later or whatever it is. Those are, I think, highly underrated. Those flights are great. And I, I have done multiple, um, multi-city flights in the past. I love them. And one ways are convenient when you don't know when you're coming home. You know, um, when we moved to Italy, we just went with a one way ticket. We actually just did that to Mexico too. Cause we didn't know exactly when we were going to be coming home. So we just booked one way tickets down there. And then we figured out once we were there, how to get, how to get home. And another thing you can look into if you're going to be doing a big trip is round the world tickets. And I'm actually going to be having, um, a guest come on to talk about how to, travel hack your way around round the world tickets. So look out for that episode. I'm not going to get into that here, but it is um, another option. If you're going to be doing a big trip, it could be cheaper to go the round the world route than uh, individual flights. And moving on with this, beware of the cheapest flights. There may be a reason they are so cheap. For example, if they have an overnight layover somewhere that, you know, that might not be the best deal after all, because then you'll need to get a hotel for the night, dinner, etc. maybe even like a rental car if you have a really long layover. Um, and you can see that right away. I mean, usually there'll be some sort of alert when you're going to book your flight. It says, Oh, by the way, make sure you realize that this flight leaves the next day. You know, your layover is overnight. Um, we get a lot of those. I mean, it's hard coming from a small airport like Bozeman. Um, and we, we see a lot of that in Denver or Houston or, you know, so just watch out for that because that's not necessarily worth it. I mean, it could be more worth it to spend another hundred dollars or whatever it is, even if it's per person, if you don't have to deal with that really long layover, getting the hotel, buying dinner, like all these things that you're going to have to pay for. Um, so definitely pay attention to the itinerary as you're planning. And along those same lines, if you are a bit flexible with your dates, consider this. Say you're looking at a flight on Friday morning compared to one on Friday evening, and the Friday evening flight is a little bit more expensive. Well, consider how much work will you be missing where you could either make that money up or maybe you would make you'd be able to make more money, not have to take time off and just pay a little bit more for, you know, the the other flight. I mean, one flight could be more worth it 
than the other. So definitely look at how many days you're taking off from your job because um, that could play a big factor. I mean, having a cheap flight, you know, the day before might not be worth it if you could work for that entire day and make more money, you know? So um, it might, you know, you can figure it out that way. That's very situational, you know, of course, depending on your job, but, or um, look at just the simple length of a flight compared to the other. Sometimes there'll be like eight hour layovers. I know I already mentioned the overnight thing, but man, sometimes when you're traveling and you have like an eight or 12 hour daytime layover, oh man, those can be exhausting. And sometimes they're fun because you can, you know, we did it in Korea and we got to go see Seoul. We took a city tour, you know, that day that we were there, but whoa, we were so tired and so exhausted. And you know, I mean, that was probably our only option for that cheap flight. But I mean, I'm just saying, look into all of these things that play a factor in the comfort of your journey, really, and what is going to be the best deal, because it might be worth paying a little bit more. I mean, I know I always look for the best deal. It's not necessarily the cheapest flight. It's the best deal all around. So I know that one had a lot, but flexibility really will be your best friend when finding the best deal. So just keep that in mind. And I, and you know, hopefully you can be flexible. A lot of times we can't, but you know, whenever you can, you have the upper hand. All right. Moving on to number six, research in advance across several different websites. And this is the most time consuming tip. And like I said before, you should start your research as soon as you know what your travel dates are and what airports you will be flying in and out of, even if it's many, many months in advance, because this will give you an idea of the trends of the flight that you need. And you'll have plenty of time to check all sorts of combinations of dates and airports if possible, and ultimately watch it go up and down until you feel comfortable enough to buy. So um, the, the farther in advance that you can start looking, the better, because you'll be more educated as to the trends of your specific flight. And I always recommend researching flights on several different websites and my go-to websites, I'm going to go ahead and list them here for you. And again, all of these are listed on my website at thebudgetmindedtraveler.com slash 11. So don't feel you have to take notes. I'm about to list like eight websites for you. Um, And actually all the info in this episode can be found in chapter two of my book as well, the Aspiring Traveler's Handbook, which I know some of you already have, and it's available on my website at thebudgetmindedtraveler.com slash book. And if you want to hear more about that, check out the last episode I did, actually episode 10, we chatted, we got into the book a little bit, but okay. On to the list off of my tangent. I'm going to just go ahead and list these out for you. Skyscanner.com, kayak.com, airfare.com, expedia.com, orbits.com, cheaptickets.com, cheap o air that does have an o in it because there is cheap air as well you can check that one too if you want but it's not necessarily on my list cheap o air.com and then the last one is viama and that's v-a-y-a-m-a.com and i've liked that one because um i when i first started searching it i could often find cheaper tickets to latin america on viama Um, I like all of these sites for different reasons. And I know I just mentioned, I think there were eight of them, but I really do check all of these when I'm searching 
for a flight. And if you use them, you'll notice that as the results are populating, you know, you put in your dates and everything and it, it it's like gives you a bar that shows, shows the progress of how it's collecting results. And it even, it even might tell you which sites it's checking. Okay. Now I'm checking, you know, kayak or now I'm checking air fryer or whatever. Um, but you'll notice that many of these pull from different sources. And that is why I like to include all of them in my searches so that I can get rates from the most sources that I can. Um, you know, Skyscanner will pull from like Fair Geek and I don't even know. There's all sorts of different ones. And so um, I use these because it kind of, they they have the most reach. And when you use them all together, um, you'll be able to, to get the most sources as possible. So... I do keep them all in my list because I notice that they will each kind of take turns at offering the cheapest fares. It seems like they go through phases. And I think I have found flights through all of these websites. So I really do check them all. And researching is more than just checking your dates once and moving on. It's the entire you know, when I keep saying researching, looking for flights, this is what I'm talking about. It is tedious if you want to make sure you're getting the best, absolute best deal. Um, so use, you know, what you've already learned, meaning do your research on Tuesdays or Wednesdays, but check weekly, watch the trends, check different dates, different days of the week, all the things we already just talked about, try all the combinations and do them all across all of these websites. And I know that sounds like a lot, but that's what we do. And that's how we find the best deals. And this segues really nicely into the next tip. Number seven, buy directly from the airline whenever possible. And I know I just gave you a list of flight search engines to research with, and that was completely intentional. It's best to use those search engines to find out the going rate across all the airlines and to find the best deals. However, once you find the flight that you want, it is best to buy directly from the airline whenever possible. And there are three reasons for this. One, if you happen to be part of a loyalty program with a particular airline, try your best to get your flight with that airline for obvious reasons. Even if the price is a little higher than the cheapest deal, it's probably worth it for you to earn all of those miles, especially if you have any kind of status with your airline program. Two, if your flight consists of several flights with multiple airlines, you will be changing airlines during your layovers. And this might not be a problem at all unless you have short layovers and have to travel across massive airports to make your flight. And then you have your checked luggage to consider as well, if you have any. So there is just a greater chance for misconnection when multiple airlines are involved. And that leads us to number three, which is if, if you purchase your flight through a search engine like Expedia or Orbitz or any of these sites that I mentioned, what do you think happens if something comes up and you have to change your flight? I'm going to tell you a little story right now. In 2007, I backpacked the length of Central America, starting in Panama City and ending in Mexico City. But little did I know that I would fall in love with Guatemala and change my mind about 
going all the way to Mexico. And what I wanted to do was change my outbound flight. I did one of those multi-city flights. So my, my whole itinerary was, you know, into Panama city and then out from Mexico city, like three months later. Um, and so I wanted to change my outbound flight to leave from Guatemala rather than Mexico so that I wouldn't have to continue and go all the way up there. But I had purchased through some third party site that was impossible to navigate changes. Not only would I have had to pay the third party company for the change, but I would have had to pay each airline individually to change each leg of my flight because of course it was like multiple airlines, you know, uh, meaning it, probably United and Delta and American or whatever, you know, but I would have had to pay each airline individually to change each leg, including there's two fares for each of those international change fees and then a difference in fare. And so basically what it came down to was that it would have been cheaper to me for me to buy a completely new flight home than to change my existing one. Never again. <laughs> Luckily, I wasn't in dire straits. I went on to enjoy a week in Mexico and I loved it. And I really did not regret that decision. Um, but the moral of that story and the lesson that I learned on that trip that I have taken with me ever, you know, on every trip since is that even if you find your flight through a flight search engine, if it is offered through one single airline, go to that airline's website and book directly for the same price, preparing you for changes you don't know you might need. That completely saved me less than like, you know, it wasn't even like four, five months later after that flight to Central America, after that trip to Central America, when I found myself in Brazil with a huge problem and had to change my flight and I had done a multi-city flight and I had learned from my previous experience and I booked my whole thing through American Airlines and that was the single best decision I made of that entire trip was was booking just through American because when I had to change it when I was in dire straits <laughs> straits and it you know everything depended on me changing this flight I was able to do it really easily. So take that one from me, book through the airline whenever possible because it'll be the same price. If you find it through, you know, Expedia, it'll be the same price on the airline's website itself. All right. Last one. Tip number eight, be patient. This is one of the hardest things for me, but the best thing that you can do when searching for a flight is have patience. And with your patience, keep doing that tedious research over and over, day after day if necessary, week after week, until you find just the right combination and price to press that purchase button. And I always say that all it takes to make travel happen is a plane ticket. So once you can get that part taken care of, you are so close to actually making your trip happen. So those are my eight tips for saving hundreds of dollars on flights. And actually, let's go ahead and recap real quick so you can uh, rem remember these as you go forward. So book in advance, book midweek on a Tuesday or Wednesday, fly midweek, Tuesday through Thursday, 
Avoid popular dates like Christmas or holidays in other countries. Be flexible with your dates, your airports, your multi-city, one way around the world, um, all of that. Research in advance across several different websites. Buy directly from the airline whenever possible and be patient. And I truly hope that you can implement these things and see these savings yourselves. It'll be obvious once you start looking for them, you can see the difference of the $300 here or there. Or, you know, when you, when you put these things together and you realize you really are saving way more than $500 on your trip because, because now you know the secrets. It just hurts me sometimes when I see how much people spend on plane tickets when I, I can almost guarantee they booked that on a weekend. Like they just, they didn't, they didn't do, they didn't follow any of these tips. And really it's because they don't know, you know, that's why airlines win. But, you know, I'm all about taking advantage of the system. So (laughs) here's the secrets, implement them. And if you have anything to add to these tips or perhaps even any personal experiences of having used these tips in the past and, and have saved money on your tickets, please make a comment on the show notes page, which once again is at the budget slash 11 for episode 11. Definitely share with the rest of the community. If you have something helpful to add or a testimonial about how you've saved in the past and Once again, if implementing all these tips just doesn't sound like you're a cup of tea, but you still want to get the good deals, then head on over to natesrates.com and see what Nate can find for you while you sit back and relax. And I'm really excited for the next episode. I have a very special guest coming on to share his wisdom with you. He has been to every single country in the world and... A couple weeks ago, I reached out on Facebook to you guys to see what you would ask someone who has been to every country in the world. And I got a lot of really great, great questions. So your questions have been answered and uh, we're going to have that for you in the next episode. So until then, get your research on and start saving on those plane tickets and I'll see you next time. Thanks. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.